0: question authority and when authority answers arch one eyebrow and ask is that so the kate daly show starts now to the purpose of the second amendment when you go off again into the weeds and you get away from the purpose of it you're going to get into all of these controversies why is the second amendment there and uh, a lot of people don't know the reason that it's there Uh, Because I hear people saying, you don't need this kind of weapon to hunt deers. The Second Amendment is not about deer hunting. The Second Amendment is about the people's right and ability to protect them. It's also about a militia as well. It's about being able to help in case of a foreign invasion, being able to help our forces, but also being able to defend themselves against an overly aggressive government. Yes. That's why it's there.
1: The police have also responded with. All right, Uh, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. That was actually Ben Carson, who I've actually had on the show, Uh, Doctor Ben Carson, and uh, very uh, it was it was a great segment uh, where he was explaining the purpose of the Second Amendment, and uh, CNN. He was actually being interviewed by CNN, and I think it just they just didn't know what to do with that. They just didn't, they just didn't know. It. In fact, the CNN uh, guy goes, well, now what, you know, are, are they really just going to take up arms against their government? And he just kept saying, well, that's, that's why it's there. It's that threat, uh, you know. Listen, ding dong. Um, I swear, I, I I almost pictured him saying that just because it was just this guy was this anchor from CNN just could not understand. Um, welcome to the show, KateDalyRadio.com. I'm Kate Daly. I've got Melissa Smith who comes on every Wednesday. We're going to be talking about Hong Kong. We're going to be really exploring what's going on there because uh, it's such a great lesson for us over here. Welcome to the show, Melissa Smith. Well, thank you. It's always you my pleasure to be here with you. Absolutely. Me too. And I, I just want to tell you, get over to the website, Balance of Nature. Um, there's a reason I take this supplement. And you know, it's good for inflammation. It's good for all kinds of things like that. You would just would not even understand what is in this uh, product that I take. It's a fiber drink. And then it also has uh, fruits and vegetables. And it will shore up your immune system. It'll make you feel better, give you energy. Um, in some cases, even even help with a little bit of weight loss because you're you're feeling better. Uh, you're you're probably going to be eating less, maybe not so much in the cravings department. Uh, so get over to Balance of Nature. This is a supplement we all need to be taking right now, and uh, and get it for thirty percent off by putting in the code Kate K A T E. Um, oh man, so where do we start, Melissa? Because this is, uh, in fact, maybe we should start with. Where well, actually, go ahead because there's there's several points I want to get to. Go go right ahead. Where would you start with this?
2: Well, uh, you know, I, I'm the history person, so I got to okay. take the long view. Okay, let's do. Let's it. remember. Let's let's dial the wayback machine all sure. the way back to 1997, okay. which is when Hong Kong was turned over by the British to the Chinese. Mm-hmm. Um, the there had been a deal brokered before that between the British and the and the Beijing government. That Hong Kong would go back, but the proviso in that agreement was, it's called the uh, um, uh, two two governments or two systems one one country two systems thing. Mm-hmm. And what they said was, we're just going to leave Hong Kong alone. We mm-hmm. understand they, they've been a democratic place; they're a big economic powerhouse. The Chinese government, the Beijing government, promised just to let them alone mm-hmm. and do their thing. They were promised that they would continue to have elections, and that Beijing would stay out of their affairs. Mm-hmm. But over the last, well, since 1997, um, of course, Beijing has picked away at their their freedoms, and mm-hmm. it's been little things. Mm-hmm. Um, it was um, there have been five major protests in Hong Kong since 1997. Okay. And the the current one happening now is the biggest of all of them. But uh, you got to kind of admire anybody who can protest and turn out 2 million people.
1: Yeah, that's true. Especially over there. Um, yeah.
2: Right. And so the the protests have been over things like uh, well, the the Beijing government took over the education system, made mm-hmm. it centralized education, mm-hmm. and dictated then that Cantonese would no longer be taught in the schools, but only Mandarin, mm-hmm. and that turned people out into the streets. Um, then the most the the most recent before the current one is called the Umbrella Revolution, okay. and the Umbrella Revolution was. All about having um, universal suffrage for them to elect the head of the government for Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. They had been promised that Beijing would stay out of that, right? But Beijing can't leave it alone. So Beijing said, "Well, we're only going to allow candidates that we've pre-approved." Mm-hmm. And well, then we're going to have a committee of people that select the person. Okay. And this turned a lot of people out into the streets who said, that's not the deal. We want freedom here. And a lot of the student protesters actually put their names on the ballot. Hmm. These are very courageous people, I believe. Mm-hmm. They put their names on the ballot, and then Beijing disqualified all of them. Wow. So it, it caused a lot of unrest. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, what, what's going on, and it seems like a, an odd thing to protest. Mm -hmm. But there was a man from Hong Kong, went to Taiwan to visit a girlfriend, and he murdered her, came back to Hong Kong and confessed. And so the Beijing government, or well, the the Hong Kong government, which right now is generally regarded as a puppet Mm -hmm. of Beijing, Mm -hmm. decided that Hong Kong needs a broader extradition treaty. Okay. And I'm not sure that Taiwan was the problem. Um, Right now, Hong Kong has uh, extradition treaties with about 20 countries around the world. And then beyond that, it goes case by case. Mm -hmm. So what the current proposal was, and this came... Way back in May of this year, mm-hmm. they said, well, we're going to include Taiwan, Macau, and China on our list of places to extradite, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were a student leader and you have been engaging in protesting against the government, mm-hmm. why would you be upset about that? Yeah, Think about China's human rights record. Mm-hmm. And their record in silencing anyone who has, uh, who is protesting about anything. Mm-hmm. And that's what turned them out this time. They do not want um, this extradition treaty. They're demanding that the extradition treaty be withdrawn. Mm-hmm. The current status of that is that it will, they're they're just going to not do anything about it right now. Hmm. So they've put it all on hold, but this is not what the protesters want and now that now that we 're all out in the streets again, mm-hmm. by the way, we want our universal suffrage back too mm-hmm. and hmm. so the the protest is actually growing in what they want now it's about more than just extradition treaties now it's about universal suffrage it's about uh, economic freedom it's about being able to remain. Hong Kong, as Hong Kong has been.
1: Okay,
2: interesting. So that's that's it all unpacked in a nutshell.
1: (laughs) Okay. Now, one of the big questions, especially if you listen to this show and we've seen these kinds of things happen again and again, the color revolutions, right, happen. um, You're probably going to be asking yourself: um, Is the U.S. playing? Is the CIA playing a part in this? Um, I'm not going to say U.S. because the people wouldn't do this. This would be certain individuals, CIA would be individuals working um, overseas um, that have done this before. In Ukraine, they've done it, you know, I can name a lot of places. So... So a color revolution possibly orchestrated in Hong Kong in order to ignite a civil war within China, right, to um, make them more unbalanced, okay, economically um, or internally, whatever the case may be. So are they playing a small part in this? And and so here was a thought, you know, uh, RT, which is, is, you know, a website funded by the government of Russia, an ally of China. Uh says the Hong Kong protests are orchestrated by the United States, and RT claims that protests are similar to the ones in Ukraine in 2014, funded, directed by the U.S. that overthrew the government. So the story overlooks this this role played by anti-communists in Hong Kong and in China itself, such as the Falun Gong, who are the forefront of these protests. So this group, you know, they don't they don't really talk about that group, the anti-communist group. So it is a a large and genuine movement, even if the U.S. is even playing a hidden role to support it. It is still a a genuine movement. And so, um, you know, that comes from the author of. um, uh, creature of Jekyll Island that wrote all about the Federal Reserve, and so we're. I think you and I are are taking all of that into account when looking at this, because you have to at this stage in the game, you have to see what has been done in other countries, what's you know what happens first before before unrest happens, but at the same time, is it genuine? And I think that that's it really is uh, a question of is it you know is it genuine, but at the same time, you can see how it very much could be too.
2: Well, the term color revolution Mm -hmm. was applied to these protesters
1: Mm -hmm. by
2: the Beijing government.
1: Yes, yes. And
2: that's a critical (laughs) piece of of understanding here. Yeah, you're right. They Mm -hmm. want to be able, part of the agreement Mm -hmm. was that, way back from 1997, was that um, the PLA, the People's Liberation Army, which is the Chinese Army, Mm -hmm. would never come into Hong Kong except... In cases of, like, national emergency to restore order, you know, these kind of crisis things. When Beijing labels this a color revolution, Mm -hmm. they have branded all of these protesters now as domestic terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. This is opening the door to the Chinese, Mm -hmm. to the PLA, Mm -hmm. to walk through with the intent that we, we must be here in order to restore order. Look, this is pandemonium hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure that really serves the purposes of the CIA
1: that mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm not sure what the United States would stand to
1: gain. Only if they had only if we were able to break them down a little bit internally or economically, we would we seek an advantage. Right. But, um, but you're right about declaring them domestic terrorists, their own government. And we really need to be looking at that because that's what, that's what happens next to us now that they've already made that declaration from the from right. Department of Homeland Security.
2: And, and, and I, want, I, want every, I want to remind everyone that our Constitution, this is part of why the Constitution is so critically important, because we are guaranteed the right to protest against our government. Mm-hmm. We are not domestic terrorists when we disagree with our government. We are allowed to protest. We mm-hmm. are allowed to have a differing opinion. Mm-hmm. That does not make us domestic terrorists.
1: Amen, sister. I'm with so, you.
2: I'm with You know, you. some of the things that are missing in China mm-hmm. here... In Hong Kong,
1: mm-hmm. what is there to protect them? Right. We're gonna come right back. What what is there to protect them? We'll be right back. Great question. When we come back, we'll get more with Melissa Smith, who joins me every Wednesday uh, for this hour. Be right back on the Kate Daly show, KateDalyradio.com. You can find it on iTunes or just right on the website, KateDalyradio.com This is Lorray, and I
2: Daly Show you ain't gonna
3: rock and roll no more. Dally-
2: don't go back.
3: Just finish cleaning up your room. Let's see that death card with that proof. Get all that garbage outside.
0: Or oh, you don't go out Friday night. Jaggedy-yay.
4: Don't go
1: back. You just. Yeah. Don't don't talk back, citizen. Um, thanks, coasters. Uh, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. Glad you're listening in today. And I've got Melissa Smith. Uh, she is uh, phoning in, and I'm I'm glad to have Melissa talking about Hong Kong today because really want really want to get behind this and understand what's going on. And there's several angles. Um, if you're just joining us, um, you know. There's several angles that we just talked about in the first segment. This will be on podcast, too. But uh, but let's, let's keep talking because there were some definite um, odes or, or calls for the Second Amendment over here in the U.S. Uh, from some of these protesters. Is that right, yeah. Melissa? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And it's kind of interesting if you watch any of the feed, not so much from the airport, but the people who are out on the streets mm-hmm. are carrying signs, many of which are in English, and, and I want to preface all this by saying one of the things that has been these, the protesters have been accused of, well, this couldn't be an organic thing because, look, they're speaking English. They have signs in English.
0: Mm-hmm. Look,
2: they have gas masks. Look how they're, how they're organizing themselves. And I want to point out that Hong Kong is a very cosmopolitan city. Many of the students who are there have been educated at various places around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, they are very sophisticated tech people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're, it doesn't surprise me that they would have the forethought to have signs printed in English because they're very media savvy. They know that this isn't being done in front of an audience for the whole world to see, and mm-hmm. they want their message out.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: So some of the signage that we're seeing is has to do with uh, them... They're they're waving American flags. They're singing our national anthem. Funny how none of them are taking a knee, mm-hmm. um, and they want a Second Amendment because what are they? What do they have to defend themselves with from the government? Right, and that's the whole point of the right. Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. The from Second Amendment, as Ben Carson said, is not about hunting deer. <laughs> It's about Mm -hmm. that kind of moment where the government is oppressing the people. They Mm -hmm. want to be able to stand and defend themselves.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, something we talk about on the show all the time because it is um, it is something that they like, but like Ben Carson was even saying um, it gets into the weeds and when you get into the weeds in the second amendment because it's very very simple to understand and it's very very short sweet and simple the second amendment but when you get into the weeds and you start redefining what the second amendment is for that's where all these people go a little haywire and go into all the gun control and go into the violence and, and all of these things it actually has nothing to do do with what the second amendment was intended for second it it really wasn't and it really has nothing to do here in america our gun violence is well under one percent because we're armed because people know that you might come across somebody armed if you're going to try to do something to them so that's why it's low
2: well i i have to kind of applaud the demonstrators they have had earlier on in this protest Mm -hmm. they were having the police were lobbing tear gas at them and Mm-hmm. There's already been one woman who was hit with a, like, I, I believe that it was a rubber, one of the rubber bullets, mm-hmm. you know, the, the less lethal guns that, that that sometimes police use. So far, the police are only the, this is the Hong Kong police authority doing all this. Mm-hmm. But one woman has been shot in the eye and she's probably going to lose her sight. That's, you know, they've been provoked. Let me put it that way. The police have been provocative.
1: Mm-hmm. And they have
2: not responded. I, I did watch quite a bit of the what what happened at the airport yesterday mm-hmm. and it was fascinating. They 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 brought on um some of the protesters who were apologizing to the tourists and the airline people that were wow. caught in the middle of this.
1: Hmm.
2: I mean, who has a who has a revolution and says, We're so sorry that we inconvenienced
1: you <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah, that is new. <laughs> wow. Hmm.
2: So that that's part of the reason, too, why I think some of this is more genuine. The only violence that I saw yesterday mm-hmm. on the live feed, and I know that media feeds from these kinds of events are not truthful. Right. They're not. Right. They're skewed. They, mm-hmm. They've been skewed forever. But I, there was one incident where the protesters believed that the police had sent a man in to infiltrate the crowd. Mm-hmm and um they beat him essentially they they zip-tied him to a luggage carrier wow. and then he got he got pummeled pretty hard um the 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 life squad came in and they took him out on a stretcher um, but i don't know we we have the conversation we had at my house was about remember that that scene in les mis mm-hmm. where jean valjean in, infiltrated the protesters it was that kind of a moment Hmm. where they they believe that the police are sending people into the crowd to dial it up or to find out who 's there or and report on people mm-hmm. but there was a considerable amount of police violence. The police were hitting people with clubs and sticks, and there was one incident where a police officer pulled a gun on some a group of people that was that was evident hmm. So I, I believe, as of today, uh, the airport is functioning much more so than, than it has been for the past couple of days. And I heard one of the big business leaders, this is another story that is not getting out. Mm-hmm. Um, if you listen to some of the news that's coming through here, well, you know, the people in, in Hong Kong are upset about this. Hong Kong is a big economic powerhouse, and mm-hmm. they just want business to go back to usual and one of the one of the men who's part of the business community said, "You know what? The Hong Kong our our economy's fine if the airport shut down for a couple of days.
0: Yeah, hmm.
2: and we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And some of the things that I have found reading and and kind of getting behind the scenes a little bit, people in the business community have organized in in this protest. People in other communities in Hong Kong." are giving support to the students who are out there protesting. And um, one of the big-time leaders of the group, Mm -hmm. his name is Joshua Wong, he was arrested a while ago when he was only 17 leading protesters, just recently released from prison in Hong Kong uh, for being affiliated with the protests. He came out and said the people of Hong Kong do mm-hmm. not value their economic life more than their liberty and freedom.
1: Ooh. Hmm.
2: So I, okay. I thought that was a very interesting um, comment for him to make. Yeah. Uh, and, and it was echoed by several other people from inside Hong Kong. People who are mm-hmm.
1: okay. from
2: Hong Kong are saying, we can deal with this. We've dealt with this in the past. It'll be fine. You know, we, we don't want... We don't want Beijing
1: here. Hmm. Hmm. This is getting this is getting interesting. Um. In fact, I think uh, Investigator Dave's calling in. I'm going to put both of you on. So hold the line just a moment. And uh, Investigator Dave, I know I'm trying to get there. Um. Investigator Dave. Okay. Um, I am going to – I'll take that call just as soon as I can Uh, for some reason. I lost that call, Melissa. But I will – I'll I'll conference him in in just a moment and uh, get his take, too. He's been – He's said he's been watching this very closely as well. And it really is interesting, and it is interesting to kind of – to see what the actual movement's about, to see what they want. If we had an interest in this, what would it be? I mean, there's some really good questions in this. If we were involved in this, but I, I really love all the all the things that you're bringing to the conversation. This is really good. Hold on, just a moment. And uh, Investigator Dave, are you there? Yeah. Okay, hold on, just a moment. I'm going a conference. Melissa, in. Melissa, are you guys both on? I'm here. Okay, Investigator Dave. <clears throat> Hi. Hi how there. Are you? Okay, you're on with Melissa and I. Do you want to give us your, your two minute upshot on this?
4: Yes, I do. Let me okay. give you two minutes. Uh, this thing is much more important than you think, than just okay. the next, just uh, extraditing some guy that shot uh, his wife. Okay. What Hong Kong is asking, I mean, what China is asking for is the right to extradite people from Hong Kong to China. In other words, we can bring anybody out of there that we want into China itself and try them. Okay. What they're saying right. is that we own you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. White-collar right.
4: crimes, doesn't matter what it is, we, we own you. In okay. other words, you guys are now ours. It's like the federal government coming into the states and saying every and all crimes will now be tried in Washington D.C.
1: Ah, gotcha. Okay, okay.
4: You, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And the big problem is China has to work with kid gloves because Hong Kong's a big ca- uh, financial capital.
5: Ah, and
4: uh, and mm-hmm. money passes in and out of there. And if this thing falls apart, they, you know, yeah, the whole trade deals, everything is dependent on this. Hmm. So. This thing, by the way, uh China has just moved up five hundred military vehicles into a big football stadium just out across the border from Hong Kong. Wow. And it, it looks yes. like uh, it might be shades. Melissa. Go ahead. Uh,
2: yeah, they're doing they're doing troop drills on mm-hmm. riot control as well.
3: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Right across the border. Yeah, they are.
2: Okay. So they're right across they're signaling. I the uh, I believe that China is trying to signal Tiananmen Square. Mm.
4: <laughs> yeah. Is that what or uh, it feels Czechoslovakia like? or Hungary. Oh, this wow. thing could turn into another invasion kind of a thing. And if it does, uh, hang on to your dollars.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> because well, and it's going to upset heard, world markets.
2: We've already heard that many of the wealthy in Hong Kong mm-hmm. are moving their assets out of Hong Kong right now.
4: Wow. Yeah, I, w- I would, too. And now these uh, student rioters, uh, they're actually not only students, they're everybody. They're breaking into government buildings, Uh, you know. Wow. They're they're starting to disrupt the whole thing. Hmm. Yeah, this is not good.
1: Okay. And then, uh, Dave, I wanted to get your quick take, calling it a a color revolution. We've seen other color revolutions. How does this stack up with that? Because I know uh, G. Edward Griffin Uh, had his doubts about that, but go ahead.
4: Yeah, I agree with what you guys have been saying in there. Yeah. A lot of these placards and things are in English.
1: Of mm-hmm. course, the people
4: speak in English, but you don't pull off something this big without uh, some planning.
1: Mm-hmm. So okay. who's
4: doing the planning? Could it be, could we kind of weaken China a little bit maybe because of for the trade deals? Mm-hmm. I don't know. This is okay. it's out of my pay grade, but <laughs> okay. somebody's behind it.
1: All right. Thanks so much. Thanks for, uh, thanks for oh. joining. Anything else you want to say real quick?
4: Uh, well, that's basically it. Okay. You guys are doing great.
1: All right. Hey, thank you so much. Really appreciate that. Okay. And, uh, Thanks. and, Bye. uh, yeah, I, uh, Melissa, are you still there?
4: Uh, by the way, uh, okay. by the way, uh, gold and silver are on their way up.
1: Ooh, good to know. And the stock market's
4: on its, and stock market's on its way down. Ooh. So it's, uh. Okay. Yeah.
1: Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Thanks. Investigator Dave. Okay. Really appreciate that. Melissa, you still on? Yeah, I'm okay. still
2: here. And, and I think yeah. it's very alarming, mm-hmm. um, the the Tiananmen Square image. Yeah. And they're very aware of that. I'm sure mm-hmm. every every student protester in Hong Kong is very aware
1: well,
2: um of Tiananmen Square.
1: Right. They were singing the, the uh, star-spangled banner, correct?
2: Yes, they have been. Wow. Um it, it's it's a very dangerous situation for the people of Hong Kong right now because at the end of the day Hong Kong is going to be Chinese. Period. Hmm. They will not th- this will not be a revolution right. in which they will break away from China. They they can't. They don't have the ability to do that. And so the question is really and truly What is Beijing going to do about this? Are they going to moderate and give anything to the protesters?
1: Okay. We're going to come right back on the Kate Daly Show more with Melissa. A big thank you to Investigator Dave for calling in, and uh, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.
5: Balance of nature. Talk lines are open now. Call
2: 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Dally
3: Show.
0: lightning. In fact, it was a little bit frightening. But they fought
2: with expert timing. They were
0: funky China men
2: from China.
1: You know I'm going to have some fun with the bumpers. Come on, I've got to lighten this up a little bit. My gosh, I got to deal with this every day. Uh, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show, and uh, we've got a a huge topic. We're talking about Hong Kong. We're talking about what's going on over there, and and. The domestic terrorist label they've been given by their government to be able to have the government be able to do what they'd like to do to the protesters and something we ought to be very aware of here in America because that label was just handed out, uh, basically by the DHS uh, on steroids, meaning they could pretty much round up anybody on that that disagreed with the government and uh, or or liked maybe the fact that uh they wanted to listen to somebody that that doesn't go with the narrative, um, that we're told, and so it was basically like uh. If you don't believe us, you're a domestic terrorist, and so I, I invite Melissa back on the show, Melissa Smith, and, and we we're just talking on the break about this. And it's just it's just crazy how. how and I'm so glad Investigator Dave called in too, another voice on this, uh, talking about the gravity of what's going on.
2: Yeah, and I think it's very significant that we are not hearing a whole lot about this.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It wasn't until they took over the airport that we really heard. Uh, did we hear back in June when two million people were on the in the streets in Hong Kong? Yeah, we didn't.
1: Yep, we didn't. It
2: wasn't until it kind of they and I think truly if you're if you're marketing your revolution right if you're marketing mm-hmm. your protest you have to do something to attract the attention of the West and taking over the airport was the thing that did that. Mm. Now we're all looking right, right now we're right. all paying attention.
1: Sure,
2: um, but I. I I think that oh, it's just crazy. It's it's a frightening situation. And I think one of the things that we all need to consider here is what's next for the United States. Mm-hmm. Trump is already in tough talks with Beijing. So can Trump come out in support of Hong Kong, the Hong Kong protesters and keep the trade deal? Hmm was is this pro, how is this protest pegged into that trade deal the the trade deals that are going on hong kong is a tariff free zone right they are the all of the, the the trade sanctions and stuff that the united states has discussed mm-hmm. do not apply to hong kong hm so do we do we put those sanctions on to hong kong and say well okay you know now we're going to we're going to do the same thing to you as the rest of china right what does that do to the protest yeah i we're in a tough spot and there will be those inside our government who are going to be ringing the bell for us to be involved in this should the united states be involved in this mhm and if so in what way i say moral support mhm for sure
1: right Right.
2: But what can we do? We need to understand. So do we want the government, do we want our military sent over there to support this? Mm-hmm. That would be considered by Beijing to be an overt act of war. That would be an invasion of mainland China. Right. We can't do that. So there's diplomatic channels,
1: I'm mm-hmm. sure. Yes, yes. And we've had some interesting things, you know, back um Our former U.S. diplomat uh, there, uh, you know, basically, um, basically under Obama, um, she is actually the wife of the founder of PNAC, and we talk about PNAC a lot because PNAC came out right before 9/11 and called for this new, you know, um, century of um, destabilization you know, globally and uh and wars and, and so forth. And so it's kind of interesting how all these people get connected. But uh anyway, um I wanted to throw that in the mix too. But I also you, you can see you can see other countries, let's talk about uh, Warsaw, let's talk about some other things too that kind of you know, you you'd be able to find when you're looking at this, maybe some similarities.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Another kind of moment in history to contemplate in relationship to this, it's a very similar story. Mm -hmm. During World War II, when Poland was occupied by the Nazis, the Polish resistance made an attempt to rise up as Mm -hmm. the Red Army was approaching. They said, we want to liberate Warsaw. Mm -hmm. So the Red Army actually halted Mm -hmm. and let this all play out. And the the resistance movement, the Warsaw resistance fighters, rose up, mm-hmm. tried to kick the um, the Germans out, but it ended up with the almost complete destruction of Warsaw. Right, right. 80% of the city was destroyed in the fighting between the Polish resistance, and ultimately, um, the Polish resistance were put down.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So if you think about it, what really are the protesters in Hong Kong risking here? Right. They're risking the complete destruction of their city. I believe that that is something that could could happen. That is one of the trajectories this could go down. The Chinese could say, absolutely, we're not doing this. Mm -hmm.
1: Whoops, where'd you go? Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) Did we just lose Melissa? Oh, Melissa, are you there? Darn it. Uh, Maybe she'll call back in. Maybe she'll call back in. Um, Okay. Well, um, all right, Uh, Melissa. Okay. Well, hopefully. Hopefully nothing happened to our phone lines, right? Um, Usually things like that, kind of the crazy happens on this show. Okay, are you back with us, Melissa? Yes, I'm sorry. I don't
2: know what happened. Yeah, me neither. Go Um, ahead. But if if they continue to protest, mm-hmm. uh, they risk losing everything—literally mm. everything.
1: Okay,
2: Hong Kong will not be the same city that we know right now.
1: Wow. Well,
2: so uh, I I, I, mm-hmm. I hope that that the the desire on their part to be free to be free is genuinely motivated
5: mm-hmm. because
2: that's an inspiring story. People who are willing to push it to that level, yeah. I don't know whether they can win against mm-hmm. the Chinese. It just depends on how fragile Beijing really is. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm sure I don't have the answer to that. Right.
1: Okay. Um, and I just had a text. Somebody was wondering why I was mentioning Victoria Newland Only because the people that we've had in these positions that go over and are talking to groups like this um, in the past were connected with PNAC, of course, because, you know, you're married to the founder under Obama. And I'm not quite sure about this one because we just had one go over and meet with these protesters. That doesn't always mean um, what we might think it means either. So I'm, I'm leaving that open just because... I I'm curious right now as as to as to what that could mean but um the diplomat our diplomat was meeting with the protesters uh just as uh that position would have been filled by say a Victoria Newland or or people before her um that that were very much in favor of um being behind some of those revolutions like in the Ukraine and, and so forth but in this case I'm not quite sure and that's why I I'm glad Dave chimed in too and you Melissa bringing all these points up because Sometimes, you know, this, is, this, this could be a very authentic, and, um, and even if we're involved somehow or in some way, um, maybe, hopefully, it wouldn't be as nefarious, right? Um, but maybe um, this is going to just be interesting to watch how this plays out, and will we have economic turmoil because of this? It's a great question. Well, it's
2: kind of interesting that China lost one of their little surrogate players mm-hmm. in North Korea, recently, through diplomatic efforts led by Trump. Mm -hmm. And so has Hong Kong become the next chess piece to play?
5: Hmm.
2: I mean, this is absolutely a chess game here. And and I'm not sure we know the strategy yet. Mm -hmm. We don't know what what Beijing is going to do or why they're going to do it. And we don't know yet what kind of diplomatic channels are open and those are all things that we ca you know surely you and I can't know those things mm-hmm. and so um well and are uh, they are they it, just, but it is mm-hmm. a very important story because if if China really does decide to take them the protesters down, mm-hmm. they will all go back to China for trial, wow. You wow. can you can bet on that. The ones that live mm-hmm. will go back to China for trial.
1: Jeez. And is this part of a an election year? And I hate to say that because you never know. But um, could this be kind of uh, spurned along because of an election year and what's going on with China uh, with trade right now, and to maybe put him, you know, in a position where he is blamed for this, you know, um, for for this I don't happening. Know. Hmm.
2: And and we need to we need to ask ourselves, is Hong Kong really our issue? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really. Really. Yeah. Is is this is this our is this something and I, I say moral support and yes, I am morally supportive of their desire to be free. Mm-hmm. But is it really something that we as as the United States that we need to engage in this beyond moral support and mm-hmm. diplomatic efforts to solve the crisis.
1: Yeah. And I know people will go, but we're so intertwined with China. And then they should ask themselves, but why? <laughs> I mean, that, that's the first problem that we have. And then uh, because we seem to do a lot of, of their bidding and we seem to have this very cohesive relationship with them. And so that's the that's the larger question. But you're right. I mean, I, I am more of one that would say that we don't play we don't play a role. That we actually watch from afar, because that's really how countries should probably interact with each other. I don't I just don't agree with uh, going in and thinking everything is our business. So,
2: yeah, I, I, I don't Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, There's just too
1: much room for for that to go bad. For that to go badly, and that and, yeah and, and not good and you for know the
2: something country. one of the things that we can all do mm-hmm. seriously, if you don't approve of china 's behavior here, quit buying things from China
1: yeah that
2: mm-hmm. is something that each of us as an American consumer, we can vote to stand with Hong Kong by not purchasing things made in China. It would be difficult to do anymore mm-hmm. but we are intertwined, and does does our economic connection to mainland China now has that weakened our ability to stand with genuine freedom fighters? Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know. That's a question that we all need to think about.
1: And I think they're complicated questions. Yeah. And you know, right now in, in, in a time when The Second Amendment is on everyone's minds because of red flag and what they're trying to pass, Um, you know, and it's always the opportunistic moment um, after they deem a a mass shooting in the press. This is um, this is a reason I think that that we need to absolutely understand the purpose of the Second Amendment. And I'm glad you gave me that clip, Melissa, of Carson, because um, that fundamental reasoning is lost. And it is dialed down to just the ridiculous hunting aspect or, gee, we just like guns. You know what I mean? It has absolutely, that that just has no place even in the conversation. But when liberals talk about it, they talk about it in a way that where we worship the gun or we're just a bunch of dumb people who just lack a gun and they always reference that or it's about hunting. And we need to, we need to absolutely educate our youth on the very, very purpose of it. And, and like we said yesterday over and over again, Freedom is not sustainable without arms. You have to have arms, and so the the very things that these people are crying out for, I I hope that's not us crying out for those same things someday because we had it well, and, and lost this it. This
2: is a situation where mm-hmm. once the freedom has been given up, it's almost impossible mm-hmm. to regain it. Yeah, they don't they they don't have the opportunity to defend themselves here.
1: mm-hmm
2: Now, I, and I'm not sure that it would work. Anyway, right. but there is a reason why dictators and totalitarian and authoritarian governments take away people's guns is because they it's not because they don't like deer hunting. It's because they don't want the people to be able to rise up against them.
1: Yeah. I mean, just in the last three years, just in the last three years. Bernie Sanders announces he's a socialist on TV on an interview, and right from then, and that was the first time somebody was really proud of it, you know, went ahead, and they, people had been accused of it before, but they always sidetracked, you know, and, oh, I'm not that. He actually he actually deemed his pride in, in being a socialist, and from then to now, think about how many people out there are fighting for socialism now and how much that has become the propaganda norm, right? And so you can see how fast that goes. And the reason that that things haven't happened as fast as the uh, communist types in this country would like to have it happen is because we're still armed. It's the only reason that we're still, that that we don't allow um, uh, these kinds of takeovers. And and why they don't push as hard is because we're we're armed. And so they can propagandize all they want, um, and they will. But you know what, though? Being armed is the only thing right now that... uh, that, that still makes us America, sadly. I mean, that, that really is the only thing. Um, Melissa, thanks. Thanks for all your uh, thoughts you, on Hong Kong. Really appreciate you diving in and, and taking a lot of time with that. Thank you. All Thank right. She's great. We'll be, I'll be right back on The Kate Daly Show. Stay with me.
5: Balance of nature changing the world one life at a time.
3: I have been plagued with esophagus acid and it burns the esophagus. I've had it for thirty years and I've had doctors give me prescriptions for it and everything. I never got rid of it. I've been on the balance of nature for about three and a half, four months. It is completely gone. I didn't even notice it. But it has to be the balance of nature because it's the only supplement I'm taking. And I just wanted you to know that because it's uh, made a world of difference in my life. I just wanted to let you know.
5: Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. For a limited time, all new preferred customers will receive an additional 30% discount and free shipping on your first Balance of Nature order. You will also receive an extra $10 off on any additional set of fruits and veggies you purchase. This summer special will expire, so don't wait. Call 800-800. Two four six eight seven five one, or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code Kate. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time.
3: I have been plagued with esophagus acid and it burns the esophagus. I've had it for thirty years, and I've had doctors give me prescriptions for it and everything. I never got rid of it. I've been on the Balance of Nature for about three and a half, four months. It is completely gone. I didn't even notice it. But it has to be the balance of nature because it's the only supplement I'm taking. And I just wanted you to know that because it's uh, made a world of difference in my life. I just wanted to let you know.
5: Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. For a limited time, all new preferred customers will receive an additional 30% discount and free shipping on your first Balance of Nature order. You will also receive an extra $10 off on any additional set of fruits and veggies you purchase. This summer special will expire, so don't wait. Call 800 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE.